Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. But now, the into- like if you look anywhere online and even in like companies like Fox News or right-wing blogs, the idea that this was an international terrorist, like a, a, a domestic terrorist incident has already been seeded. And there are people who will believe forevermore that Black Lives Matter sent a guy with a car to kill white people. And you will never dissuade them of that idea. That is what Andy No does. Hey, Robert, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. I am struggling right now to figure out how to not hear myself. In real time. Okay. Um, <laughs> how are you doing? It's very good to see you. Good. I'm wearing my Tim Pool beanie because we're, we're talking about the beanie man. So I figured it was appropriate. I did notice that. How many beanies do you own? Just the one. Ah. How many beanies do you believe Tim Pool owns? Uh, someone sent me... Uh, uh, Tim Pool Clips sent me a DM that he got from Tim way back when, which said he had 50, but I don't believe him. <laughs> 50? 50. That was the DM. Wow. He has 50. Wow. Um, I think Tim has two. Okay. Is my theory. Yeah. I think he's got the he's got the, the gray one with the black trim and the black one with the gray trim and, and maybe a third. I think there's an all black one. I, I, I was going to posit that I think maybe Tim Poole does this thing where he has one in the wash at least, and then there's the sure. one that he's, that he's always wearing. So I think you're I think you're right. I think scientifically we've We've kind of proven. I, I, I mean, it's like bed sheets. You need to have one ready to go. Mm-hmm. So you're not washing your bed sheets at the last minute. You know, yeah. Makes Absolutely. Sense. Okay, so can you give everyone a quick introduction to yourself and your involvement with the Beast of the Daily? Um, my involvement. Uh, I'm a contributor with the Daily Beast. Uh, I'm a reporter. I write for. A lot of different uh, outlets, and uh, but uh, for the Daily Beast, I do a lot of coverage of um, of some of your uh, problematic online right wing phase, including uh, Tim Pool and a story which was published two days ago. He said having trouble with the concept of time um, around midnight on Monday about Andy No mainly and Andy's tweets. I, I think he would call them reporting. Uh, I would call it tweeting uh, about the unfolding situation in Waukee, in Waukesha, Wisconsin, the atrocity that was committed and the, and the tragedy that left now six people dead and I believe 50 injured. It's uh, it's pretty horrific, but uh, Andy was doing Andy things during that as as information started dribbling out. Okay, why don't we start uh, a little bit with A. Um, do you want to get into, you don't have to get into anything obviously graphic, but some of the details of what took place that day um, and then how it was being, let's just say, interpreted yeah. by Mr. Andino. Yeah. Um, okay, so here, here's the situation. Um, there was a Thanksgiving Day parade in Waukesha, Wisconsin. It's a relatively, it's a suburb, it's a small city in, in Wisconsin. Um, at around, I believe, 4.30 their time, suddenly a red SUV uh, comes careening in out of nowhere, nearly misses hitting a very small child, um, and just goes bouncing and bouncing, like, you know, in and out of the crowd, just uh, seemingly indiscriminately harming people. Um, later on Sunday, a suspect, there was a, they, they was revealed by the, the, the police department in Waukesha that they had, uh, what they were calling at that point, a person of interest. No one knew if this was a suspect in the crime. No one knew much of anything other than at least one person had been taken into custody in some form. They weren't called at that point, anything other than a person of interest in the ongoing investigation. So. 
by, I would say, uh, late Sunday night here on the East Coast, probably at around 10 or so p.m., um, a reporter from the New York Post, it, it slowly starts filtering out the name of the alleged perpetrator or the person they'd apprehended at that point, uh, who's Daryl Brooks, who's a 39-year-old. He resides in Milwaukee. Um, Mr. Brooks has a very lengthy rap sheet. There are a number of crimes <laughs> that he's been uh, found guilty of. They include uh, intimate partner violence. Uh, they include other kinds of violent acts. There are uh, allegations of a sexual, like not just allegations, there are crimes of a sexual nature involving minors. There are, you know, it's, it's he is uh, a person who has been convicted of many violent and frankly horrible crimes in mm -hmm. the past. And he, he was, was in the middle of a domestic uh, dispute at the, at the two, moment as well, right? He was already on bail for one incident of alleged, you know, one incident of alleged domestic violence that was earlier this month, I believe it was November 5th, and he received the bail amount assessed was only $1,000, so he paid it and he was out on bail. On Sunday, according to the police, they claimed that there was another report of some kind of intimate partner violence. The other intimate partner violence charge is also violent, <laughs> needless to say, and you know, a little terrifying, but uh, there was a report. Before the cops could get there, he leaves the scene of the crime. There was an earlier report that a knife was involved in some way, but the police never got to really investigate that because of what happened at the parade shortly thereafter. So not much is known about this incident of domestic violence, alleged domestic violence on Sunday, other than there was a call, the police came to investigate, he had already left the scene. By the time he shows up, initially what we have from the police report is that on that initially he was driving, he was approached by an officer, and he attempted to get away. He wasn't driving particularly rapidly at that point, but he did sort of use his car to push his way past the officer. And from there on in, he entered the parade route and began just, you know, tearing off at top speed in a parade, a Christmas parade filled with people. Utterly horrifying, a nightmare situation, terrible, yeah. awful. Yeah. Um, as to why, not much is known at this point. Um, like I said, there was this initial report of an incident involving a knife. There was some sloppily framed, let's call it, uh, reports that came out that seemed to suggest he was fleeing from the police from this alleged incident of uh, domestic violence on Sunday afternoon, and that's why he may have been tearing through the parade. Um, that has since been, the police have said that is not the case. So there's the background of what is, by all accounts. Uh, I, was, I was going to ask... Well, I was going to ask, because that's obviously yeah. a huge point on the right right now, is what exactly was the motivation? And a lot of them are trying to point towards his social media sure. so, as, look, as examples the, of that. Right. So, the, look, anytime there's a, an, a crime of this magnitude or an alleged crime of this magnitude, people start asking why. Yeah, of people course. People on the Internet don't really tend to wait for the facts Reporting on a breaking news story is very, very, very difficult. I do not have the chops to do it. You have to be, one, very, very fast, very, very accurate, and you really, if at all possible, should avoid looking at the internet in the as this is unfolding, because the internet, by definition, will be filled with all kinds of, of wild speculation, allegation, who knows what. That's the internet. That's the way it works. You're on the internet right now, though. You can't, like, slag the internet while you're on the internet. <laughs> We're getting way too meta. <laughs> Let's put a pin in this. We'll get back to it. Okay. Um, so, a New York Post reporter finds, tweets out the person of interest's name, Daryl Brooks. A New York Post reporter also tweets out an arrest record. So now you have information about him, you have his address, you have some of the prior things he's been convicted of. Andy, enter Andy No. Andy No, just for context, has a long history of not just painting 
far left activists, but anyone on the left will necessarily be seen as a person to be feared and a violent threat from Andy's point of view. This is why he is both celebrated on the right. This is why he is uh, uh, you know, why he was treated. Um, you, know, you know, while he why he testifies before Congress occasionally, why he gets mentioned by both senators like Ted Cruz and the president, the former president of the United States. Uh, there was an incident where he was struck during when he was quote unquote covering Antifa. But what Andy does is he selectively cherry picks facts, he offers half truths, he shades information to paint leftists in the worst light possible. There are a number of occasions where he's gotten things flat wrong. He got something wrong oh, earlier yeah. on Sunday, in fact, where he said, look, in Portland, leftists, Black Lives Matter protesters, they're blocking the street. No one can do anything. And someone had to point out, actually, it's a Portland Timbers soccer game that day. <laughs> and so the street is closed. As he deleted the tweet? Out there. He is deleted the still... tweet. Oh, wow. Tweet's gone. There are screenshots. You can see him doing it. It's out awesome. There. But he does, like, when Andy makes a mistake, he just sort of memory holds it and moves on to the next thing. He's constantly grabbing images, ones that he did not take firsthand, ones that he sometimes didn't even find. He just grabs things, he grabs videos, and he shares them, especially if they portray leftists in any way as being the aggressors. Most famously was the situation when, per an investigation by the Portland Mercury, which Andy has fervently denied that any of this is the case, but Andy was going with members of Patriot Prayer. Patriot Prayer are a far right gang. I think is a far way to is a fair way to describe them. Yep. Um, and they were going. The Patriot Prayer was on its way to confront Portland members of Antifa or Portland anti-fascists. And Andy's walking with P Patriot Prayer the whole time as they are discussing how they're going to start a fight. When Andy's videos of the fight that eventually ensues come out, they just show the leftists responding to this fight and you get this image where it looks like oh here are these leftists attacking they're violent patriot they're scary prayer. all the things right. we were told and you said he was he had he couldn't hear what patriot prayer was saying while they were planning this because his head was buried in his phone the portland mercury they had an informant they had a person who was pretending to be affiliated you know vaguely with patriot prayer and was you know keeping track of all this. Andy has denied it. He's denied that that's... But isn't isn't the video of that out? I thought that was the first time I had like, heard about that. There's a whole video. He recorded yeah. it. The Portland, yeah. the Portland Mercury source was recording it the whole time, and you can kind of see Andy sort of smiling. and Yeah, he's just awkwardly phone. in the background looking at his phone every now and then. Right. But like, how do you, how do you deny that? Phone. Like, I, I don't understand. Um. Well, hey, look, man, when you're number one, you, you don't have to say you're sorry. I think it's the way to put Fair it. Fair enough. Uh, Fair enough. Uh, so, in any case, there is the history of Andy. It really, if you don't, if you want to look for more, there are articles in Jewish Currents about Andy No. There's a very good long form article in Rolling Stone uh, about what Andy No does. Uh, there's an article in Jacobin. There are plenty of places that have detailed, well reported accounts about the ways in which Andy No, to his critics. What he does is he serves as a propagandist for the far right. He makes those groups seem relatively benign. He makes leftists look like a threat. And often when he gets things sort of floridly wrong, they involve people of color. It as, sounds like you're describing Tim Pool right now. I I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know what that. I don't know who you, you mean. I've never heard of him. All right, sorry. I'm, spoiler warning. I, we're, getting ahead, we're, getting, we're getting ahead of ourselves here. Okay, so let's <laughs> yeah, let's listen. let's talk about what Andy did specifically. So to Andy this. does is there are by that point, uh, you know, once the name is out on Twitter, other people start finding social media pages that allegedly belong to this person. Um, they found a Facebook page. They found a set like his SoundCloud page with his just god awful rap music. They find a whole bunch of things. And on these on these social media pages, there are look, if you try to divine anyone's political beliefs by what they post on social media, most people like you're not going to give the clearest impression in the world of what someone's ideology is. This guy's is all over the place. He posted a 
god-awful anti-Semitic meme, like falsely attributing quotes to clean up your room, Hitler, hmm. about black people being the real Jews. Um, there's praise for another black nationalist group. There are a smattering of posts that seem to be praising things that Black Lives Matter were involved in, the removal of statues. Um, there's, you know, talk about Colin Kaepernick. There are, it's a grab bag of posts that a that a person or might have, you know, especially like a person of color might have. Some of them are quite extreme and, you know, ones that I would find pretty repugnant. Yeah. Uh, there's also one that everyone has made a big deal about in which he gave the the two, you know, the peace out emoji mm -hmm. to a fruit bowl that had been carved into a raised fist and the words BLM. That was a that was a very important post. So that's uh, that's kind of the smoking gun right there that he's in yeah, fact look, a look, Black Lives yeah. Matter supporter, uh, activist who has been right. radicalized. He's a Black Lives Matter activist because, as we all know, the best way to identify your core ethics is via presentation fruit. Mm -hmm. No one denies it. Yeah. Or, so, or or just being all over the map in terms of what you're posting. Or maybe a charcuterie plate. I don't know. But <laughs> yeah, that would be my preference. Like. I would I would let you know about my you know sort of like uh, somewhere between left and 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 social democratic beliefs because of you know some prosciutto and maybe you know a little corned beef. Mm -hmm. um, in a, I don't mean to be glib about this, but in any case, yeah, no, no, of course. So Andy grabs Andy. What Andy does actually is at eleven o'clock or so, eleven forty, he just writes a tweet that says this person. I, I, I may be getting the phrasing wrong, but he sort of he shared the same beliefs as Black Lives Matter, et cetera, et cetera, about Brooks. Mm -hmm. And he sort of lets that lie. He doesn't actually, you know, he doesn't go full pick. He, 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 it didn't happen because there were no picks attached. So he lets that lie. The next morning, he actually remembers to sort of like paste a bunch of the photos. He doesn't get all of them. He gets the he gets one about a mural of George Floyd. He gets one, though he gets the fruit basket for sure. And he gets mm -hmm. a third one, which we'll get to in a second. But Andy is now putting these together. And the overall picture that is being painted is that the crime, the alleged crime, has something to do with these in show at political beliefs. Mm -hmm. He's what Andy does, and he doesn't say ever, like, this person was motivated by anti-white animus. I mean, there are other ones. There's, God, there's ones where he talks about, like, punching white people. There's another one. Well, I was, where, you know, I was sorry if I could interject just a little bit here. Yeah, the, sure, like the, the the pictures and the tweets you or whatever the social media posts you right. just named, I have seen pop up now on every single one of the right wing, uh, you know, uh, online sphere between uh, Stephen Crowder, uh, between Ben Shapiro, oh, uh, between Tim Pool. Like every single one of them has have been putting these things uh, on blast. So clearly, right. there has been uh, like a mass, uh, a, like you it, know, distribution of these. Like there was a there was a segment on Fox and Friends that, yeah, that morning, absolutely. And, where, and the one thing they I brought on well, I was Nigel the, Farage to yes. say that it reminded them of terror attacks in Europe. Look, so here's what. Wait, 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 wait. The, look, but like, no, no, no. I have to add one last part. There, sure. there is also a SoundCloud song that you haven't brought up because yeah. that one is making the, the rounds right now too. There's a bad, uh, like rough SoundCloud track that apparently has a whole bunch of like anti-white, uh, uh, what they're calling propaganda in in it and stuff like that. Right. Like, look, this guy's politics however you want to define them are um they're not so sure whatever they are they're certainly not clear or jumbled and like some of them are pretty are pretty bigoted i think you can say that without yeah. too much difficulty or they appear that way from yeah. these posts i don't think anyone on the left sure. is defending this dude like he did no an incredibly no fucked up thing and had a history of doing fucked right. up shit yeah this is i mean don't I worry mean, it's not fake, our guy <laughs> yeah like the fake hitler quotes you kind of lost me at the yeah fake yeah quotes. yeah exactly like that are vaguely associated with like black israelite ideology like thanks no yeah, okay no, no um whatever but at the time when andy is doing this this person brooks has not been yet identified as a subject uh, as, as a potential 
uh, as a target of the investigation. Okay. He is not, he is just a person of interest that they're bringing in. And immediately what Andy does is here's his mugshot. And then he follows it up with these social media posts. And then he even puts on the third, like the third one that he did when he started the tweet thread was a post that this guy threw up about a Minneapolis sergeant who wrote on Facebook back in 2016 that telling people that if they wanted to run over Black Lives Matter protesters with their car, they could get away with it if they just called 911, met the cops, and what they said was that they felt that Black Lives Matter had a propensity for violence, and that's why they did it. And here's a cop encouraging citizens to attack protesters. What Andy does when he includes this is he just takes a quote from it that's like, run them over, run them over, and don't stop, and fails to mention that what the guy, what Brooks appears by all accounts to be doing is saying, this cop is suggesting something very bad. What Andy makes it look like, he just says, like, he posted about running over people with a car, which is technically true. He did post that, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't like he was doing a how-to guide to encourage people to run people over with a car. Andy made it seem as if he was. And anyone do, you know how it works on social media. You take a quick glance, you see a thing. You're not going to click on the link for the photo and then try to dig up a story from the Minneapolis Star Tribune from five years ago to try to understand the context. And the reason for doing all this is to paint the idea that that, that if Brooks did this crime, he was motivated in some way by his politics. At the time that Andy did these posts, he wasn't even a suspect, according to the police. He was a person of interest. But, right. He's just a person of interest. But now, the into- like if you look anywhere online, and even in like companies like Fox News or right-wing blogs, the idea that this was an international terrorist, like a, a, a domestic terrorist incident has already been seeded. And there are people who will believe forevermore that Black Lives Matter sent a guy with a car to kill white people. And you will never dissuade them of that idea. That is what Andy No does. That is his tactic. He finds, he, he pieces together things that are, you know, like technically, yes, these are this person's beliefs. Do we have any idea that that's what motivated him to do this in any way, shape, or form? No. What we have, in fact, is the police saying they have already ruled out terrorism as a motive. Now, well, a lot of people are upset about that, especially on the right. They've been saying that they're very upset about that. And and there are people who are upset about at at me about this on the right, too, which is which is okay. But I just want to make one thing very clear. No one is saying that this person's post cannot be examined to try to understand more why this happened or that social media posts are no longer uh, relevant when looking at a, a, a major news incident. Of course they are. They can be. But there has to be just one iota of actual proof well, that his yeah. politics oh, I were totally in agree any way linked to what he did. Maybe that will come out. Yeah. Maybe in a week he will learn, we will learn, oh, actually he was... I don't know. He was he was he was he was he was trying to make a political statement of some kind. And if that is the case, then, yeah, take a look at those social media posts. But what no and the rest of the right wing did is they didn't even wait. Well, I was going to add the worst part about this to me is that now online, it's going to put the burden of proof onto people to try and counter that claim when the right wingers bring it up. They're going to say this and like, here it is. Have you seen the tweet? This is it. And then they have to go. They have to do the due diligence of being like, okay, I'm going to do this online. I'm going to research it. Here it is. That's factually incorrect. I know. You can't. I know. And and, and, and by that point, you've lost the you've lost the argument. It's utterly pointless. I mean, and like. Which brings us to the question of Kyle Rittenhouse. Like once people like me and other people started saying like, wait a second, there is nothing suggesting that his ideology is connected to the crime right now. That's why looking at his social media posts is seems like a way to not only inflame racial tensions, but directly pin the blame on Black Lives Matter, which he, he's not. You know what? To be, to be fair, I was definitely guilty of that. 
I was like, well, I'll, I'll, I'll be the first to self-call out for that. Not to go to that extent to be like, I'm you know now intentionally going to use this to manipulate it or be duplicitous. But definitely I was doing deep dives into, uh, you know, okay, let's look at the, the thin blue line. Let's look at the Blue Lives Matter. Uh, let's look at the fact that now uh, we found out the identity of one of the Boogaloo boys who was there. And that person has actually made neo-Nazi posts. Did they know each other beforehand? Right. right? But like, turns out they didn't. Right. So that was, you know, a huge fault of mine for trying to like dot, dot, dot. And then afterwards, he's showing up with the Proud Boys, singing the song doing the okay so clearly okay yeah yeah yeah. but but you see that there's there's a narrative here talk about (laughs) let's talk about rittenhouse okay rittenhouse was a you know look these were protests that had that had in parts of kenosha turned violent there were acts of arson there were there were instances of looting asking why rittenhouse was there is a political question I think it is fair to look at the things he's posted to get an idea of what a a 17-year-old kid's politics might be, which is a difficult thing to assess. But I think it is fair to look at those and make some kind of judgment about why he was there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to relitigate Rittenhouse again. No, no of course. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there were a lot of people who were very upset when I and other people said, like, wait a second, these things aren't relevant. And you said, but they, you guys did that to Rittenhouse. And then you get into this whole thing of like, yes, because Kyle Rittenhouse is engaging in a political act. Yeah. Whether he consciously knew it or not is another Yeah, I would, I would just say maybe unconsciously, because the justification no, is that no. I, was, I was there solely for the pursuit of, of property protection, not for the politics involved around it. Right. right. Yeah. Okay, right. Whatever, like you can do it. But, you know, if you end up shoulder to shoulder with members of a militia, then. Yeah, um, of course. With, yeah, I know. Yeah, whether at, at which whether point, it was yes, a conscious yes. choice or not, yeah, you're engaging in a political act. So then that's why people are saying, like, okay, if he is doing that, what do we, what might one know about his politics? And like, you know, so that made people that their people were very upset about that. And so your point here being that because the police have already ruled it out and they've already said this was not uh, politically motivated, we do not believe this to be a terrorist attack. This seems to be someone who has a history of violence and domestic violence specifically, and it just left a domestic violence dispute. And then that's as far as we know so far kind of thing. Right? That's what we know. Yeah, that's what we know. Look, these are, these are I'm facts not saying on the you can't. Right. And what I'm saying is. A lot of people on the right who like to sort of dress up as reporters or provide people who provide information on the right, on YouTube, on Twitter. On well, like media, I said, now they're showing his social media, his, his SoundCloud song is all like I was it's on Crowder's latest special. It's just them listening to his, his music and being like, listen to how much they want to kill Whitey <laughs> and all this kind of stuff and and stuff like that. Yeah, right. Right. But. This what uh, the point that I'm making is like that deep dive started long before, like just from the moment his name was announced, mm-hmm. long before any had, like even before the police said this is not a terrorist attack. That's what people like jumped on and began sharing everywhere. And can can I ask getting, you a speculative yeah. question? Do you sure. do you have a belief that perhaps the same channels that will spread this kind of misinformation with intent, and I'm going to say this with intent for groups like the alt-right, right, whether it be on, like, you know, 4chan or another place, do you think Oh, that- yeah, yeah, yeah. Telegram, Telegram channels, and you can read a report in Vice by uh, Ben Makich, uh I may be mispronouncing your name, by Ben, M-A-C-U-C-H, advice about, like, what was going on in our right Telegram channels. They were basically, like, shouting Rahoa. Well, I was they going believe, to. Well, I was yeah, going to ask. What, sorry, specifically with Andy. No, do you do you yeah. think that he's doing this at any point using that as like a jump off point? Like, do you think he would check this out, I, or do you think I he? I can't. I, I I think you know, like I think I mentioned this when we talked about Tim Pool way back uh, back in back in the old times. Yeah. Or of, of August. Um, <laughs> I think it's. I think it's always very. I, I don't think there's a lot of value in. Tr- Trying to assess the motivation of a lot of these actors on the right. Mm-hmm. I think you can learn a lot more about them 
by just pointing to their actions. And I mean, uh, you happen to and be a journalist, so that's more important, whereas I am not. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and, and like, so look at their actions and the result of their actions. Whether yeah. Andy know, consciously knows, like, well, if I feed this racially inflammatory material and present it in very misleading ways, mm-hmm. that will get me a ton of attention and then does it, or whether that's just what he sees and he knows and and it works for him. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really care. No, no, I know, I know. And and yeah. to be honest, that that is a journalist is much more important to people on this side where I want to yeah. make fun of him and uh, mock <laughs> him through comedy than like perhaps yeah. his motivations are a bit more important to me, right? I, I just <laughs> want to apologize. Andy also got very mad at me the other day because I posted something, I think two years ago, because when he was in at a Portland protest, he, he described himself as being outside a petrol station. Yeah, you know, his, his his accent has seemed to appear. That is a, yeah, a huge like point was, of contention, though. I've 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 had people call pet- each other homophobic for for suggesting that. Yeah. He wrote "petrol station" though in a tweet. And I was like, <laughs> that's not an accent thing. That's just writing so out. <laughs> so I, I think oh, I, yeah. like, I, 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 I what I, I was giving him a hard time because he first he he said like a person was chased into a petrol station. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's not a person. It's Joey Gibson of Patriot Prayer. It yeah. seems a little weird that you left that fact out. And two, petrol station, you're not British. <laughs> he, he, was ups- he found that tweet, which honestly... I had entirely forgotten about. <laughs> yeah, I noticed he found that in a handful of others. He even found three by you like, saying saying that you can't have journalistic three. integrity. You've been compromised. I said I've been what he wrote on uh, locals, uh, which is a, a popular site among the right. Uh, so yeah, I know. I've 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 been applying to get a locals page for years now, but Dave Rubin won't approve my username. It's Sam Debate Sam Cedar You Coward Locals dot com. Why not? I don't know. You have a lot of high level ideas. I know. I've, I've heard. That. I I've heard and that. I'm still on standby. They have not approved it on locals dot com. Rude. Nineteen eighty four. Very rude. Yeah. Very rude. Yeah. Um, you've been unpersoned by Dave. Oh well. <laughs> Um, in any case, I'm getting a little far afield. Yeah, sorry, fact, sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I do want to yeah, bring yeah, this yeah. into Tinkle so, at some point. So, uh, yeah, it, on Locals, Andy wrote that I had relentlessly trolled him for years. Uh, which um, With three no, tweets, eh? No. Yeah. With, like, like th- there are, like, three or four tweets where I said something unkind to him. Yeah. I uh-huh. don't know, man. Also that I defended Antifa. Ah. Which I, I, I really... I have maybe mentioned Antifa in, I don't know, like two or three articles. And I certainly didn't. I don't know where he got it. I really Mm. don't know where he got that. Well, I think he feels that anyone who is going to be uh, as ideologically driven as you to try and destroy him has to be an Antifa super soldier at the very least. That is my my goal. That is my goal. This is the (laughs) first time I have mentioned him in an article anywhere. I've been biding my time. And he... He fell right into my clever trap. So just one thing to pick up on this. With regards to Rittenhouse, there is also now, and this was burbling around everywhere, people were saying, like, well, is this a a black man taking revenge, meaning Brooks, for the Rittenhouse verdict? And, you know, my old buddy Tim Poole went in and, and he offered this thought, too. Tim did this incredibly Tim Poole thing, and it was just delightful. Over the course of a 20-minute video, he does, he lays out, like, all of the reasons why it is not a good idea to comment on a breaking news story until all the facts come to light. And he does this credit to Tim. He's like, it, you know, the fog of war, et cetera, et cetera. People get things wrong in the, in the heat of the moment. Give it time. You can still get off a tape. Later on, Mm -hmm. it won't go bad or anything like that. Wait till you know. And then he goes into his usual, then he pivots, which is to say. (laughs) And now here's the conspiracy theory I'm about to promote. (laughs) And he says, like, (laughs) there are a lot of people on the right saying that he's, that he's like, that he is, that he is a part of Black Lives Matter. I think the exact phrase Tim used, that he has ties to Black Lives Matter. But I'm not going to do that. (laughs) <laughs> I, I I feel like that is wrong. And he goes, but, you know, because the police haven't ruled out terrorism as a possible 
as a possible uh, uh, motivation. And because he does have these posts, which they do exist, um, I'm wondering if it's, uh, this is a, a revenge act, I think he said, a revenge killing for the Rittenhouse verdict. But speculation is wrong. Of course. I'm not going to do that. Of course, yes. But that's just a possible. You know, he's, hopefully he's this not, doesn't get 50, 60,000 views in a day. A whole bunch of people don't take the narrative. It got 50,000 views in two hours. I yeah. haven't checked it since then. Yeah. Like, it's like, I, Tim Pool, am not saying that uh, black men are coming to hunt down whites in a yeah. revenge killing for Rittenhouse, who, by the way, was entirely justified and activated in self-defense. You know, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it's possible. I mean, I, now, I can think of no one who's been trying to advocate for a civil race war more professionally than Tim Pool. Like not not a single was, oh. person, you know? I mean, people there, people try to further different agendas. Tucker Carlson is definitely talking about things related to great replacement, demographics, all yeah. that kind of stuff. But Tim Pool genuinely wants a civil war where he can be in his compound, self-sustained, living like a king and like run well, an we empire. Talked about, we talked about this the last time. It's like Tim... Um, he, uh, I don't know. Did you catch the, uh, the, the, there was a video that was making the rounds about a week or so ago. This was before this was, I can't remember now if it's before or after he got COVID, which is a whole other fun side story, <laughs> but it's not fun. Tim got okay. sick. I feel bad for him. Oh, you're talking about the COVID stuff. Bad. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, I, I, but, I feel way worse for his employees who got sick because he uh -huh. was keeping sanitary conditions by quote unquote, opening the windows. <laughs> Luke <laughs> scrubbed that house yes. within an inch of his life. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Look, um, in any case, there was a rant that was making the rounds where Tim is screaming at the top of his lungs, literally that, the, that if Black Lives Matter protests you and calls you a racist, then the cops are going to have their back, kick your door in, and bash your teeth in. Mm -hmm. Which, look, we all know about the deep and long-standing bonds between Black Lives Matter and the police. Oh, absolutely. That's, that's yes. just... Um, it's been completely... Like, I mean, he really does... Uh, he has said this in varying varying different ways. A, a number of times over the years i think he really does think like the cops have been taken over by the woke illuminati and are now working on behalf of Andy so is the u.s military apparently because one of the yeah, generals the mentioned woke, the woke white general. rage so yeah yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah, military yeah. and the police um, the state in any case yes with regards to like the fact that tim would say he's like you know he's like i don't know man country's at a tipping point i don't know things keep getting worse you know he he's but like Tim was the first right wing personality that I heard say specific like Andy himself did not even get to the oh what if this is revenge for a Rittenhouse idea until much later on Monday. Mm -hmm. Tim was there 10 a.m. Revenge killing question mark yeah. race war now question mark. Yeah, it was like the day um, after. That was those wild. Right. I mean, there were there were like it's. It is really, really, you know, I, I've always said, like, you know, I keep my DMs open on Twitter because uh, I, I have this idea that, like, if I could sort of get into a relatively one-on-one -on -one conversation with someone who is being misled by these people, that maybe I can talk them back from a ledge or or I can I can have a civil conversation. And I can say, like, look, man, I understand why you may be upset. I understand why you why you may feel uh, angry about a whole bunch of other things. I, I, and I want to say, like, I've got my own list of things to be angry about. Mm -hmm. They're a lot more connected to reality. And I can share them with you if you would like to have something to be angry about. But I keep thinking that, like, OK, maybe if I just get into a private one on one conversation, I can reach someone one person just one mm -hmm. and change their mind and it sort of will go uh, okay for a little bit but eventually you just hit a wall or at least i do and uh that's it's very disheartening to me i i find it kind of terrifying to be honest it's like 
And that's the thing. Look, there are people, and I said this earlier, but I'll repeat it again because it's important. Because, like, before any of the information about this case has been known, and we know nothing at this point. We know the basic facts of what happened in the alleged crime, and we know that he's been arrested. There are people, there are a large segment of people in your family, if you're an American, you may run into them tomorrow on Thanksgiving, who will forever more believe that uh, that Black Lives Matter is, is sending terrorists to kill Americans with cars. Mm-hmm. And you will never change their minds about it. Mm-hmm. Ever, 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 ever. Never. Um, I wish I was more optimistic about it. But I'm, it's, it's honestly like... I feel like you've been listening to too much Robert Evans. Yeah, he's, he's, he speaks the same way on his podcast lately. I've, I've noticed. There's, there's... <laughs> I've actually never listened to his podcast. Oh, they're excellent. Anymore? I would I would highly recommend oh, cool. them. But um, oh, cool. But but yeah, I, I need, a, a, a similar sense. I'm the kind of person who I, I don't care for podcasts. I'm, ah. I don't. I don't listen, no, I don't have that really podcast oriented kind of face or anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, At first I was like, what is he talking about? I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> He's, yeah. You're making the radio joke. <laughs> big air quotes are there. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's, uh, so in any case, like it, the interesting thing is like, I, I made a, I, I didn't do, I don't do threads. I'm not a thread guy. Um, but I did a thread on Monday afternoon about this and it was because I was, uh, I was actually very feeling very sick with the COVID booster shot. Uh, um, and, and as the 5g was coursing through my veins and I was exhausted and laying in bed, I was like, you know what? I'm watching this happen. And I was like, I, I got to get a post off, man. And it, it got re- it went a lot farther than I thought it would. And so, um, but I don't know whether it'd be like, encouraged by the fact that there were a lot of people who were like, yeah, this is good. You should realize that what no does for a living is, is just, how can I put it? He um, is a, I I would describe him uh, as a more akin to a propagandist than anything else. Oh, absolutely. Oh yeah. No, I think that's that's completely fair. Maybe if, uh, Maybe if there are a lot of people like sharing this tweet, one or two will be like, oh, bro, I didn't realize that. I mean, it may just be all people who felt that way already and it's confirmation bias. So there's, I was trying to, I was trying to inject a note of optimism. And well, here's, here's, because, because yeah. I would like to put a, a positive spin on this whole thing to wrap it up. Sure. I, I will say this. And since you know Tim Pool clips as well, um, you can look at Tim Pool's numbers. The most satisfying thing for me is the raw descent of them. So his popularity and amplification is not on the upward trend like it used to be, which is like that is at least a little bit of a good piece of news. I don't know if that has to do either with the algorithm because I'm YouTube is well aware of everything we're talking about, okay? As as oh, they yeah. are are well aware of that every day Steven Crowder finds a new way to dance around saying the N-word, uh, but do something that is just as offensive as possible, right? Like they're they're aware oh. of this. They know they're pushing their buttons or they know how far they're going to these things, but they they also happen to be the largest, right, independent news providers on the platform and it would be an incredibly huge news story and call into question youtube's entire free speech uh you know paradox should something significant happen to either of them right so youtube i don't think uh is going to do anything too severe in that regard maybe uh there's there's something else going on i'm not entirely sure but all all i'm saying is that like media i mean just uh to give you a little give you a little inside baseball um like a lot of digital media companies also are seeing, you know, uniques and page views and engagement rates sort of go down a little bit. Um, it's oh, across the board. Ge- yeah. for It's been that way generally for most of 2021. Um, I thought the pandemic made everyone, I know that's not the start of the pandemic, but I thought the pandemic made everyone go terminally online and then, yes. and then everyone's numbers went through the roof. And then and now they're kind of and now they're being pulled. Down. Yeah, like if yeah. look if you look at Tim's numbers where they are now, they are more or less exactly where they were in about April. I'm going to say 2020. They're okay. at the same place. Um, he may be getting more like uh, 
I don't know how many subscribers he has at his uh, well, paywall. I mean, he has site. to split it between the multiple channels too, right? That's the thing. He's got millions. Yeah. He's got millions of followers. I mean, he's got a huge reach. He's got he's got three million subscribers across all three channels. How many of those like overlap? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, there's definitely overlap. Um, he's getting about forty million. I think it's less now. Forty million views across all his channels, including as you've documented. The delightful Cast Castle channel, which oh, is yes. really his best in terms of like eh, as it's, a, it's the most innocuous. I'll give it that. But as, I don't. As, a, <laughs> as a surrealist filmmaker, I think Cast Castle really does exemplify the work that he, <laughs> he should be highlighting. Yeah, yeah. I it's mean. like like imagine uh, if uh, if if you were if like MTV decided to remake the real world, but everyone had Stockholm syndrome. So. I thought you were going to say cribs, but sad. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's that's what it feels like a lot of the time. But it's I can't, very, like, I can't, sorry, I, I can't I, escape that feeling every time I watch it that, like, this is uh, a boss and these are your employees and you are paying them to also be your friends and family simultaneously in a compound that not a lot of people have access to. <laughs> I don't know why he doesn't. Part of him doesn't feel. I mean, look, Tim talk. This is another Tim thing. Okay. He's sort of like he's he's adopted this. Uh, he's sort of taking his his version of Andrew Breitbart's line about politics being downstream from culture, yep. and decided that the solution to that is Tim will make his own culture, mm. which is why he had this comedy special where 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 <laughs> and and like in a bar in West Virginia. Is that, was that recorded, by the way, the one where everyone got COVID, the COVID special? It's on, you can watch it uh, behind the paywall on TimCast.com. Whoa. I'm not advocating for anyone to sign up. I'm just saying that I was able to get a copy from a source <laughs> in okay. order to write about it. Right. And, you know, Lance, if you want, uh, maybe I could uh, share that with you. Uh, and of course, you're refer- you're referencing the link to buy it legally on uh, his website. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. I, I would appreciate that. You, I would appreciate. I'm going to point you towards the place to buy it. I I, sin- I sincerely legal. sincerely appreciate legal. that. Yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna send it to you via LimeWire. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, then last question. Last question. Sure. How was Tim Pool stand up? Tim didn't do stand up. Oh, he Tim was hosting a comedy it. night. He doesn't, even, he doesn't even get out there on the mic and say, like, hey, everybody, welcome. Uh, this is what we're going to do before the Civil rocked. War drops. Uh, he did some rock and roll, man. Okay. He I jammed will. out. He's not a bad you singer. Of, of all the things no. I can accuse him, he's not. Like, his song no, is not no, bad. No, 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 no. It's not bad. Yeah. I mean, the lyrics are, and, and the concept is, but, like, the, the, the actual. The song is an incredibly creepy, like. Yes. He's trying to do the whole, like, how the oppressor becomes the oppressed. Yes. Thing that everyone learned in their first sociology class, <laughs> but it, it's it's also like now it's, it's coming it's, to those it's, who have red hats, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a little, it's a, it's it's, but yeah, Tim can sing. Tim can sing, and he, he can and sing, he, uh, like, he can, I, and he can play. I, You're not not as I'm good not as a, not as good as Weed Lord used to used to do. On Weed the show, Lord but, jammed with him. Oh, uh, so they're frenzies again. I thought they weren't. Tim, Tim, and Weed Lord are rocking out on stage. And there were some comedians beforehand. I didn't really get into this in the story I wrote. Like, there's one set that a comic is doing about how his girlfriend was, like, had left him, uh, had gone away on a trip. And he had thought, like, if he he sort of did this bit, I'm, I'm explaining it badly, but it was like, can I get away with killing the cat while she's gone? That was in and... reference to the cat kidnapping? No, different no. cat. Oh, okay. And then... And then there's a whole thing about like somehow that downshifts into a bit about animal testing and how he didn't understand what it was. And it's like, I just thought they tried to make Fluffy look more fuckable by putting them. It's it's some weird comedy, man. Wow. Well, uh, that's exactly what I would expect. Did did Moon Lord do anything? Was was Moon Lord giving like a a poem or some spoken word? No. Oh, God, I got my weed and my Moon Lords mixed up. I do this every time. 
Well, that's was, what was, oh, you're not talking about Adam Kringler, right? He no, there. Adam was not there. Mike. Yeah, okay, okay. Because I was like, I, I think I he's... fake news. Oh, you I'm fake sorry, news. Sorry, I fake news. It's, it's all right. It. It's all right. Those those are not official yeah. monikers. They do not use them themselves, uh, so it, it no. doesn't count. No, um, no. Yeah. Uh, it was his 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 consistent co-host Ian Crossland who was rocking out right, with right. him during the comedy special. I didn't know Ian Adam. also plays music. Fair enough. Ian also plays music. There you go. Oh. Um, uh, I will also send you links to to YouTube videos featuring his old uh, sets, which I think you've seen them, like some of his. Wait, are we talking about Moon Lord? No, we're talking about. Uh, yeah, we're talking about Moon Lord. Oh, I I have I have deep dived his YouTube channel. It is phenomenal. <laughs> it is. I am. It's amazing. So, oh, it is incredible. It is not it is not not just the like the attempts at sketch comedy and then like maybe like drug drug reviews and other things like that. But then once it a gets thing into where he's like, like goes full brother Theodore. Oh, like it's amazing. <laughs> It's he's got such a good channel, you know. Of all real people, ones, no. This is like I'm. I'm sorry for all you surf heads out there, but like this is for the this is for the realest real ones, the deepest cuts. So you may have to. Sorry if we're getting a little esoteric. Um, I've made some strange life choices, though. <laughs> what was the last question? Because I've gotten. I want to. I want, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I, I do, I do have to, I, I do have to close this. Um, we, we were just saying you, uh, okay, you, you said that this depresses you and you want to change, yeah, be able to pull some people out of this and convert some minds. Yeah, I'm saying I do. I do not feel all is lost, uh, and I do feel that not only is there somewhat of an apparent descent in people like just being spoon-fed Tim's bullshit and believing it. But uh, a more concerned effort online, especially for people to combat this stuff um, and and to debunk I mean, it. Look, you you talked about this as well. I think you talked about it with um with the dean, or it may have been Thought Slime. I'm not. They may be the same guy. I, yeah, I can't. They're interchangeable now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like, I think with the left, and this is more of a general observation. Like when the like what the left on YouTube does very well is take. It's time yeah. to break down information, gives context why things are important. Doesn't mean it can't be funny and weird and lighthearted. Um, you know, you do that again. Vadim does that. Thoughts on does that. Jose does that. A lot of leftist YouTube creators do things that are fun and funny and weird, but there's like a lot of work go that goes into it. And it takes, they take time to make. Like Sean. I think. Like, like Dan Arrows. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But what, the right does very effectively is they don't have to worry about getting things correct. No, no, they, they can pump out content with barely any research. They just need you, a couple headlines and articles. Do, yeah. That's, that's you all you turn need. Turn it on and you yell Yeah, and you know, and they, and, and that gets out quick. One, it's a heck of a lot. It's a lot more scalable. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. And in terms of the, 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 the deep, like the baseline economics, it's a lot more effective. Yeah. And it's good at getting false messages to spread far and wide. Uh, you know, like, look, it's the same thing of like, look, if I'm going to report, even to report this story about Andy and then, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene popping up to say something. I mean, Laura Loomer was ranting about it on ter- on like, was calling yeah. this guy... Like, he's like, he's a Muslim and he's out to harm Christians. And she was doing that. And, you know, but like the work of getting all that information of like parsing through what no said of reading the police report of, you know, tracking down where these images came from, trying to verify that these images are real. Yeah. The work that it takes to write a relatively short, like 1300 word article. That's like a whole at least that's a that's a long day's work. Not all day. I mean, this is like, again, it's a short break news story. So mm-hmm. it's like, uh, I, I can't calculate exactly how many hours it took, you know, and then I have to like, you know, but the, like the research, the learning, the, like the checking it myself, and then I write it and then it goes to an editor and we go back and forth and we make sure that everything is spot on. I will double check things. Then I go to ask, you know, Tim for comment. Then I go to ask Andy for comment and he screenshots my questions and, and gets mad online about it. Um <laughs> But like, there's a, like even with something like an article, which for an, a digital publication, which is going to get turned around fairly quickly, that takes time. Andy just grabbed 
social media posts, whether he actually found the Facebook page or saw other people posting it and took their images, I don't know. He did, in terms of the work, and just, just in terms of the actual hours put in, I would say that Andy spent less time than I did. <laughs> I would say that Tim, in order to record the video he did the following morning, did less time than I did. I, I certainly believe that, like, Laura Loomer posting took less time than I did. I mean, Crowder does have an entire production studio and an entire team of of, uh, of extremely bearded men working for him. But, like, he can, those points can spread very quickly without nearly as much just raw man hours. And so those messages spread far and wide. And I'm not even spreading any kind of a message. I'm just trying to debunk some nonsense and say, like, wait a second, here is what is known and here is what is not known. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I, I would say I, your agenda I, is is basically being anti Tim Pool rather than it is being a political. One. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not anti. I'm not. I, I, I'm not anti Tim Pool. We we do not have a black block. I, I just want to make that very clear. There's no meetings. Nothing. Okay. No, um, I don't look. I don't have any personal. <laughs> no, no, I know. I know. I'm, just, I'm, yeah, I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm no, being no. silly. I, I know you're a journalist. No, that's 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 the no, difference. No, I find. Between. I mean, look. It, it's the thing is like like the reason, and I'll, I'll, I'll I've said this I think on, on another podcast. Sorry, Lance, I go on another podcast. Oh, it's, um, fine. it's fine. I understand. All right. Um, the reason why I started reporting on Tim Pool is because I was fascinated by the question of, like, how did this guy, who I had a, a kind of a vague memory of as being very prominent during Occupy, mm-hmm. how does he get to the point where he's screaming that the left is going to, like, cost your mother her job because you have the wrong opinion? Like, what is that voyage like? And, and to me, the answer to that question, like, that's a fascinating thing to me. Like, whatever opinions I have about, like, the result of Tim's I, work. I think Vadim answered that pretty well in his last video. I don't yeah, know he, he did. Yeah. He did. By, by showing the whole arc and, and showing the interview with that terrorist, yeah. uh, like, the anti-terrorist uh, expert uh, who basically was like, you can tell early oh, yeah, on that yeah, Tim yeah. has I, I, I was a, like, I, something he wants to manipulate. I was and, just interested yeah. in, like, like, how... Like, so, yeah, like Vadim has answered it very well. Um, uh, you know, a lot of people who report on there aren't a lot of people reporting on Tim. It's like, <laughs> it's like me and a bunch of people. On yeah, I don't know. It's like, you're the resident but Tim like, expert. But like, I, I just want to make the point that like what I was interested in. Oh, was yeah. Tim Ballon Toast too, sorry. Like, one, one how does sorry. a person, how does the person get from that point A to that point B? And mm-hmm. so then I said, okay, I'll start watching these videos. And I'll talk to a bunch of people who knew him at various points in his professional career. And maybe I can find that out. So that's, uh, that's, that's why I do these things. And like, I find all this stuff, you know, whether it's often quite bad, but I find it really interesting. I think is the best way to put it. Oh, totally. Because I'm, I'm I'm a sicko and I have the brain worms. So. <laughs> uh, well, where can everyone find the brain worms if they want to check your stuff out, Robert? Uh, you can, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can always find me on on the very bad website twitter.com. It's at b o b s a i e t t a at Bob Sayeta. You know, I, you got a little peek into where that name came from, um, and maybe we'll get into that another day. Um, <laughs> Uh, and you can find my page at, uh, if you search Robert Silverman and the Daily Beast, all of my articles will come up. And and like and I've said this on on a few podcasts. If if there's anyone out there who disagrees with every single thing I said, and you're a fan of Tim Pool or you're a fan of Andy No or you're a fan of any of these people that I report on, and you want to like actually just talk to me, my DMs are open. I'll talk, but you have to be nice. You just have to be nice. That's my only rule. Was was that kind of like a, a a wrestling announcement for like a future debate? It's like, does anyone want to challenge me in the ring in the marketplace of ideas? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, okay. Awesome. Thank you so much, Robert. That was an absolute pleasure as always. Thanks for uh, giving us uh, the the Thanks fruits for having of me again, your deep dives. We'll do deep it again dives. soon when uh, when this whole rodeo kicks up again. I'm sure. Sounds good. All right. Bye. Oh, that was awesome, everyone. Robert. Oh, this is probably going to be way too loud. Wait, unplug this. How am I now? Am I, am I too too loud? Quiet? What? Something? Hello. 
Cool. Uh, yeah, everyone, go check out Robert Silverman. Uh, he writes really good articles about uh, Andy No, Tim Pool, uh, as well as a handful of other characters that I'm sure a lot of you are interested in if you watch people like myself or Vadim or anyone else who likes to do deep dives into ghouls. Uh, so, yes, please go check it out. So you've just been listening to an episode of The Surf Times. And if you enjoy it and want to see The Surf Times, you can go to wearesurfs.com or watch the live shows at thesurfs.tv. And also everywhere social media is sold, basically, thesurfs.tv. You'll find us there, twitter.com slash thesurfstv, for example. It would also help us out tremendously if you could leave a good review of this podcast if you enjoyed it, either on, I don't know, iTunes or wherever you're podcasting. Apparently it does help. And yeah, we hope to see you soon. To our gods, Xander Corvus and Peyton L. Just, we will build a ladder to heaven to deliver you the daily news. To our monarch, Tom Spiker, we are your most humble of clownish jesters. To our lords, Trevor R. and Alexander Thaler, you have our undying fealty. To our knights of the round table, Nate, that one guy, Hagbird Celine, Matthew Scarborough, Stellar Vision, Ariana McCarthy, Daniel Sutton, Ants are still running the world. Coulter Smith, Tom Grow, Val 9000, Jenna Tal, Quiet 185, Anna Loves Riley, Riley and Anna, Omni, Poodle Hawk, The Tim Caucus, Multimondi, Trevor Janice, Lemmy 101, Anthropophojack, Saren 42, Chronic to Hemp Hog, Catherine, Radical Maniac, Ramon Acosta, Incosin, Violent Orchard, Sophie Baby, Political Puppy, Andreas Chiringuito, Zach Christensen, Josh Mickelson, Todd Buckingham, and Todd Lajeunesse. We shall meet you in the tavern, and we raise a drink, and we salute you. 